0: this is Dave Shulman,
1: and you're listening to the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast. Recording from our headquarters in Old Town Orange, welcome to the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast. This is your co-host, Steve Guerrero. I'm here with Chris Coddington. How are we doing, my friend? man. Always good. Always good. I I like your shirt. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah, Very stylish. I like yours. Yeah. (laughs) Dave,
2: you got your Hawaiian
1: shirt on? I do. Uh, Right on. Right on. Well, let's welcome to the show Mr. Dave Shulman. Thank you for coming on. Uh, How's it going, buddy? Going excellent.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having
2: me on. Yeah, this is good, Dave. we know each other a long time. And, you know, uh, to let everybody know what we're talking about Hawaiian shirts, obviously my dad was known for his Hawaiian shirts. Today is February 27th. It's the 12th anniversary of his passing. So, in tribute, at Hot Rods by Boyd, and everybody else should start doing this uh, Hawaiian shirt day, right? So, cheers to my pops and uh, and Dave. We're glad to have you here. Glad to have you here. When did we we first met back? What two thousand two thousand ninety? Yeah, I
0: think it was two- around like ni- ninety nine two thousand. It was on one of my trips to California.
2: So you know, Dave, I, I'm glad you're on because you know we we get a uh, we've we've had a few requests to have just you know. The enthusiast, on the, the 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 hobbyist, the you know, um and I know you, yeah. you're you're more than that, but you're kind of that gap in between the builder, right, and the enthusiast, yeah, right, collector, the, you know, so yeah, because you know, people just you know they go, oh, you, we want the regular guy's perspective, and I think you know what you've you've come a long way, and you've you've been you've kind of, I, I hate to use the term, but you were before the. Instagram influencer term got thrown around you were you were an influencer you know so well the, thanks
0: the, yeah I, I uh because definitely traveled around and did yeah a
2: lot of stuff, so. well you you started let's talk about our history so wh- I met you and you were, are you were you the founding member of Acrophobia
0: yes one of three one, one of and, three uh, founding
2: members and Acrophobia is a truck club based out of are you go ahead tell me where we're
0: well, we start, yeah, we started uh, here in Orlando. It was um, me and, and uh, one of my really good friends, Eddie, uh, and another kid named Brandon, and we were kind of like transitioning from into new vehicles, and the scene was starting to change. Uh, me and Eddie were in a different club before, Mini Madness before, and then uh, we decided to start our own. Um, and his actual, his now wife, name the club she was a uh, going to school to be a psychologist and we figured out that acrophobia means the fear of heights so that's that's how it started and um we were pretty hardcore as far as like you know having meetings and get togethers and going to shows and working on our stuff i mean we were really really into it i mean at the you know from age like 16 to 18 and up i mean we were in that between like 18 to 23, I think it was that age. And, um, you know, it just, we got on the internet and back then it was, um, you know, people had full, full blown websites with show coverage and stuff like that. And, and I learned how to build a website and, uh, my mom started it for me and then I took it over and it was acrophobia.net. And people saw us at shows, they saw us online and we started getting emails about chapters and it just kind of grew, and, and we started going to out-of-state shows, all the stuff we used to see in the magazines. Um, and then we started, you know, we made a couple trips to California. Um, we had some pretty large groups. Um, people, I want to say it was like 20 or twenty or so of us that flew out there for like the Cal truck Jam.
2: Yeah, I remember and, that uh, over there uh, at yeah. Irvine Meadows or, you know, Lion Country Safari, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, what yeah. so what year yeah, are we talking What what year did you uh form Acrophobia?
0: We we started the club in ninety-eight, and I wanna say that we went to California, I think, in the year two thousand.
2: Okay. And I think that's I, you know that's over there? that's when I that's <gasps> when I met what's that? What's that
0: noise in the background? What are you guys doing over there?
2: No, that's a train, bro. Come on. You gotta listen to more to oh. the podcast. That's the that's not the freight at eight. That's uh, the uh, Alive at Five over here, you know? Oh, okay. Every once in in a while, we got got, uh, Metrolink, and we got Amtrak, and we got got freight trains. I I think your seat's a little squeaky. Is that it? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it sounds like a
0: chair. Oh, okay. You're
2: you're on the wrong chair, I think. I need more oil. (laughs) More oil. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Getting a little excited. I was getting a little excited talking to you, Dave. So. (laughs) (laughs) I know. We'll work on, you know, the the different chairs in here. So, all right, come on. Where were we at? You um, you came out to California Truck Jam.
0: Yeah, and I think you guys, um, I remember the shop was, I don't know the address or anything, but it was when you guys had just, you had already finished or you were just about finished with the Led zephyr.
2: Yeah, so we think, had we, the, the shops were split at that point. Yes, in Anaheim.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah, it was just the hot rod shop. It wasn't the wheel shop. Um, and I remember seeing the Led Zephyr, and I about just hit the floor because I couldn't believe that car it was just awesome. I still still love that car. I still want that car to build a, something similar to it.
2: Um, yeah, that was an amazing car. So that yes that that would have been two thousand uh going into 2001 because i think in two in january february 2001 is when it was unveiled
0: yeah and uh, i remember there was a photo shoot i think at near dodger stadium or in uh, somewhere around there That's okay what I
2: remember. yeah 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 um God, so. what was his name uh <laughs> i'm he was a he was a norwegian uh photographer oh it'll come to me but, yeah, he had a spot. It was like a helicopter pad or something up in Burbank. or um, It was a hidden spot, you know. And yeah. he didn't tell too many people about it, but he used to go up there and wet it down, and that's where that, that car was photographed. Did you go up there?
0: No, I just remember that you guys were getting it ready. It was either, like, going to the photo shoot or coming back from the shoot. Okay. And I just, I just remember, like, I just couldn't – I've never seen – you know, at that time, I had never seen a car. I had never been around that type of caliber uh, vehicle, and I was just, you know, I've seen them in obviously in magazines, but I was just kind of all struck, you know, I guess about it. And 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 we went to you know a bunch of different companies um, and shops while we were out there in the in the truck jamboree, and that's when I saw crew cut also for the first time.
2: Oh, nice! So. Which uh, we'll get into it a little later, huh? but uh yeah yeah no that's cool yeah so yeah that was a good time because that was when i was just coming back to work for my dad so and i remember meeting you um and you know because truck, truck clubs have been around since you know geez going back to at least the 90s if oh no like, way no. way before that yeah. way before that oh yeah yeah, yeah. way before that uh. but but I mean, yeah, they, you know, of course in Southern California, everybody had their, every mini truck had their back window painted, you know, <laughs> you know, bonsai cruisers or whatever, you know, yeah. all these other ones. Some of them are still around, you know, some of those that are still around. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah,
0: there's a lot of them that are kind of still around. And a lot of them started, um, a lot of the ones that are still around now that are pretty big or I think they started in the nineties pretty much. So.
2: And, and is acrophobia still going strong? Yeah, we,
0: we got we have people right there in your backyard in Southern California. Nice. Um we've got yeah, we've got people in Texas, uh all over Canada, Pennsylvania, uh Maryland, the Carolinas, uh Tennessee, Mississippi, Louisiana, wow, Alabama, Georgia. I mean we're kinda like I think the only place we're not is like maybe Washington State. Okay. And we have like one or two one or two guys over in New Zealand. I oh, wow. think
2: how many members, I don't know if we how many have members you in. have?
0: I don't know. I know on our we have a private Facebook group and there's like three hundred and thirteen people. Oh okay. Um so I don't you know that's the only kind of rough number that I know of. Um and we have like twenty five reps um that help represent different chapters. So um you know, now with the internet it's it's a lot easier. Like you used to have to email photos and then we would we wouldn't let you start a chapter unless you had a you know, like three vehicles, I think, and you had to. Um, we had to meet you somehow in person. Like we, you, you either had to travel to a show that we were going to, or we would. You know, like when we flew to California, we started a California chapter out there. Oh, nice. So, uh, so it was kind of you know we because one of the things like with us was that it it wasn't so. I mean the. The truck is, or truck or car is like fifty percent of it, and then the person. Because I mean, you can have a kick ass truck and you know be a total douchebag and be like,
2: you know, that's yeah, you don't. Know, that's and not he's us. He's like representing your club. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. And you know what we we've, yeah. we've always appreciated that. I think out of all the clubs, the the truck clubs um, have always kind of we've supported them, and, and and they've supported us, and it's always been a good relationship. You know, especially in the mini truck crowd. You know, oh it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, just guys... a, it's a grassroots thing, and it's like some of these shows. Like I just I just ran into you at lst, which uh, you know that was a great show, and it's it's such a yeah. it's an interesting show. What well, so what do you I mean, what do you think of it? I mean, did you see anything different than in the years past, or? Well,
0: well I mean, the thing about lst is that that's the one show outside of SEMA that you'll see probably the most. SEMA rides yeah. at like rides rides that were either on display at SEMA I mean I think I didn't count this year, but I remember like the year prior there was like fourteen or I, th- I think there was fourteen and I, and I didn't even count the lifted trucks. there was like fourteen like lowered style you know hot rods and trucks that were at SEMA that were at LST and the good thing with LST is you get a draw from California. Cause it's pretty much just as far a little bit further for them um, than it is for us. I mean, we're like 18, you know, anywhere 16 to 18 hours if you're trailering from Florida, depending where you're coming from in Florida. And, um, but I mean, it's just such a variety. I mean, you got lifted stuff, you got slam stuff, you got hot rods and street rods. Um, You know, there's, there's a really good mix of stuff there. Uh, There was even a couple guys that drove up from Mexico like yeah, you know what? I,
2: <laughs> I I met a few of those guys. They came from Aguascalientes there and they're actually having a uh, a show down there in June. And they were talking to me about going to. And they said oh, okay. they said they get like 600 vehicles, you know? So, wow. um, yeah. I don't know. I just didn't look at the uh map to see how far down in Mexico that was. So, yeah. but that's nah, it, cool though, yeah, right? It was... It's cool. I mean, that oh. that it's it's every yeah if if you if you want to call different genres uh of tr- of trucks they are there at l s t you know i mean oh yeah every every ethnicity is covered right every genre of truck is covered you got the lifted trucks the lower trucks
1: yeah from the video that you showed I was going through all that and like the yeah it's just crazy yeah. yeah there's the totally lifted but there's a slam like that
2: <laughs> oh yeah no it's it's everything uh, and it's cool and uh, it's a it's a good vibe it's a good show. It, um it is you know it did i didn't see and lots of any, any issues um so it's indoor outdoor like it seemed like they were, it was like a rodeo
1: uh stadium like inside and like a parking lot outside like like how was the think, setup there
2: it's kind of like fairgrounds yeah it's fairgrounds yeah so it's like uh yeah a couple covered not no nothing really inside because it's no but, for like but, equestrian events and stuff right, like, right, like, right. livestock events so you Li- got like a livestock events, yeah. That's, that's well, the terminology. Come on, it's
1: <laughs> <laughs> no fair, fair road, Texas,
2: right?
1: <laughs> that's rad though. A lot, lot, of trucks, a lot of, lot of HRBB rims out there. Yeah, so, there's a
2: decent amount. Nice. Hey, what's so? What are you calling your your navigator? What's it called?
0: Uh, it's called the Navigator.
2: Navigator. <laughs> that thing's pretty sweet. Can yeah, you tell us a little bit about that.
0: Uh, yeah, that was uh, it's a 2019 Lincoln Navigator. And uh, Fat Fabs built it. They did a full custom chassis front to back, uh, so it's body dropped on 26s, and uh, it's got 26 by 9 and 26 by 10s or 12s in the back. I think 12s. And um, yeah, it's just the whole frame is powder coated and everything, so it's it's pretty wild.
2: Thing's pretty sick, man. That's uh, I that's I saw you rolling through lst on that thing. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, no, that's a pretty. Did you just? Did you just get that finish? Uh, we
0: had it at SEMA and this year, and and at SEMA it was like super, super close to having it almost not there. Really? And um, so this was kind of, and this was the first time that I actually I drove it like out of SEMA, but we really didn't go too far uh, before we loaded it on a trailer. But this time I drove, I flew in. And I drove it from Oklahoma down to Houston. So it had, I think Jake had put, because it was brand new at the time, and Jake put like a hundred and, I think about 110 miles on it. Okay. And then I ended up, I drove it, was it like 500 and something miles to, uh, to the show from his place. Right. Nice. So, uh, yeah. So, and it drove, it drives awesome. Um, that's the thing, like with Jake, that my dually that he built, I have a, a 2017 Platinum F350 that's bodied on 26s and that thing that was a that's the best driving truck I've ever had that's been lowered and everything and yeah. I just couldn't believe it and now with the navigate the navigator it's I mean that thing the only problem with the dually is is it's so big like it doesn't fit in parking spots
2: Yeah that thing so, is pretty big
0: um, Yeah we we ended up having to widen the the fenders on it and everything so it's like it's super super wide it goes basically line to line when i'm driving it on the roads man so um but the, Nav- the navigator is hopefully i mean that thing is fun to drive and i can't wait to get the stereo in it and stuff and it's mainly so me and the kids and the wife we can all go to shows and you know throw everything inside and just ride out um, if we don't want to take anything else, we can just drive that. And also I can drive it around town and drive it to work and it'll fit in the parking lot, you know, that kind of stuff.
2: Well, I so. think you, I think you picked the the right, uh, right vehicle to do all that too. Cause that thing looks sick. Yeah. Right? That thing looks really sick. I, I, yes. I, I love the dually, but, but that the navigator is awesome. Well, and let's, let's, hey. let's go back because before, you yeah. know, when I first met you, was was it the Catch Twenty Two? Was that the name of the, the car? Yes. The truck?
0: Yeah, it was. It was. I was just in the process of getting started with that.
2: But yeah. was it the when, first uh, when you you first had it, it, it? You redid that truck, right? I built
0: that truck like three different times. Three different Catch times. Catch Twenty Two so was the fi- was the final version.
2: Catch Twenty Two was, was that when it had our turbines on it? Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. Yep. So, and that's, I think that's basically, that's right about the time we met you when you started redoing it.
0: Yes. Yeah. And at the time I started, actually, when I first linked up with uh, you guys, I ended up, um, (laughs) me being my entrepreneurial self, I kind of wiggled my way into uh, selling wheels for you. Yeah. And I ended up um, starting to sell wheels at the shows mainly once Catch-22 was built um, because I used that, like, as a rolling business card. So, and uh, I ended up going to shows and using the truck as a tool to, uh, you know, to promote and sell your wheels. And that was pretty fun. That was definitely something different that I had never really done before, like dealing with, you know, all the truck enthusiasts and everything and had a good time doing it. Um, we made some, made some pretty good sales and made a lot of people happy. And, you know, you got, it was pretty simple to deal with you guys. So
2: yeah, we never and had you, any you represented us at the truck shows and over there in the uh, Southeast. So that was, yeah, that was fun. And I could, I remember, I remember flying into Orlando one year and you picking me up. Um, and then we went to blood drag. Yes. That was what, maybe 2002 Two thousand three, yeah. I think so. Yeah, and we up in what Live Oak? Mm-hmm. Was it White White Oak or Live Oak? Live Oak. Live Live Oak. Yeah, Live
0: Oak.
2: that was cool. That was a cool mm-hmm. little show. And then I think another time I met you uh, at. I flew in. and we, I went to one of the Nopi shows. I okay. Yeah, that. I think that was you. You You had who was your tire sponsor at the time?
0: Oh yes, it was Nopi Gun mop.
2: Yeah. So you're, that the truck was in the Knot booth.
0: Yes.
2: So yeah. yeah, and and you know, and that's one thing too. So you, you had another job. You had a. You were in a different industry, right? Your, your before you got into selling wheels, right? You're in. Yeah. In, in, yeah. I, um,
0: I had a full time job.
2: <laughs> yeah, and you were doing it. Was was it jets back in or was it just model airplanes? Yeah.
0: No, it was. Yeah, it was jets. It was oh, always yeah, jets, and and you know company.
2: what. And that's one thing is, look, this is, you know, I'm, even though I'm, I'm, I consider myself a car guy, I have hobbies, right? Everyone knows i mountain bike and do stuff like that. But, um, I always appreciate like guys like you, who are your, the cars are your hobby. And then you have an interesting day job, you know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that was so that's, that's what I want to talk cool. about when I, you know, when I had you on the phone back and they, Oh, you fly model jets. That sounds cool as hell, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah. And back then is when I started to travel and I started to do what I call professional flight training, um, where I would travel the world like and teach, or, and teach these guys how to fly these jets because they're, I mean, they're real jet engines and, uh, you know, they were all like molded composite and we so, we sold the kits. We were one of the bigger manufacturers that I worked for here in Florida and, um, and we sold them around the world. And then I, I was, I've been flying planes since I was three years old, so I mean that's kind of you know you grew up around you know cars and your dad and everything else and hot rodding and I I grew up around model airplanes because uh, my grandfather, my father, uh, and then me and my brother. My brother is actually still uh, a paid professional pilot. I
2: guess well, that's awesome. Call it.
0: And um, and I started doing this training, and next thing I know, I started with one guy one of our best customers at the time was from Michigan and uh, he'd made parts for the big three and he had tons and tons of planes and stuff. And he, he hired me and he says, I want to, I want to, you know, get a little bit better at flying. Can you teach me? And I was like, man, I, I don't know, I guess. And uh, it snowballed into where next thing, you know, not next thing, but eventually I'm on a plane flying to Europe and I'm test flying a plane for a customer. He's thinking about buying this, you know, $25,000 jet and then i'm going from there to qatar and then qatar to dubai and then to kuwait and i, I went all over the world yeah,
2: that's that's and, awesome
0: uh, yeah
1: that's incredible yeah there
0: was some some cool stuff and and then you know i i still remember my i had my truck at the, at the uh, job and my boss was like man what the hell is it with this thing with these airbags and so low to the ground you're going to break down cuz back then like all the time you know stuff was breaking and and, uh, you know, it's just kind of a common occurrence because airbags were new. And, yeah. you know, sometimes you can clearance it right and uh, all this stuff. And, and uh, he's like, man, you guys need a trailer or a tow truck to follow you guys to car shows. You know, he used to give me all kinds of grief. And, um, and so it was, it was interesting. And I, that was kind of my release was the truck and, and going to shows. And then, and then once I built it to catch 22, it, you know, like I said, I started selling the wheels and, then I got really into that, um, and I built a website. It was the wheelstop or wheelstop.com, and and um, we, we did pretty good. We, I kind of pushed you guys, too. I, I would negotiate pretty hard, as I normally do with people, and, and, uh, and I remember one year we did a, a sale on the smoothies, uh, the cast smoothies back then, and, and I sold, I want to say over a three-day show, I sold like 17 sets. Wow. Um, which, which, for me, I mean, I thought yeah, that was kind of, was a lot of wheels.
2: That's all, yeah. Um, over weekend, that's pretty good. That's that's
1: a great weekend, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then and then I think we sold a few, like normal, like billet, you know, uh, two piece sets as well. But the cast was, I know we did like seventeen sets of cast wheels, and I was hustling, man. I was, I just always anything that I get into, I kind of, I can't really do it halfway. I, I kind of go
1: kinda all go in, full steam.
2: Yeah,
0: that's, that's and and then like now uh, I'm as I'm talking to you, I'm running store to store. I own multiple jewelry stores, and um, I got out of the airplane stuff because I was I was kind of I don't know. I guess it's similar to probably similar to hot rod building, where you work to the bone, and at the end of the day, with all the hours you put in versus what you get paid, everyone thinks you oh, so you must be rich. And it's like, no, you know, the the item is expensive, but by the time you get done with all the hours and parts or whatever to go into it, you know, you, there's not much left.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, it's uh, similar to, similar to wheels and hot rods for sure. Yeah.
0: And, uh, that's, I was doing that. And, and, uh, one of my clients had owned a uh, gold refinery business and, and I told him, I said, man, I'm tired of traveling and uh, he says, sell all your stuff. He's like, open up a gold business. And I'm like, I don't know anything about it. He's like, buy low, sell high. Anyway, I uh, started about eight, eight years ago, and now I've got four locations uh, here in Central Florida. And I, I really want to go – I want to take this thing and go nationwide, but that's a little bit difficult with trusting employees and stuff. But it's yeah. helped me finance, obviously – it's put, you know I, I work a lot and it's helped me progress now in the trucks and that's why I've got the F three fifty and the the Navigator and I'm also I'm also working I've got four four builds going on right now three three classic Cadillacs and then another F one fifty.
2: that's awesome, man. And you know what? It's it's awesome because I we I've watched you go from just the truck enthusiast, you know, and um, just having a day job to building a truck on the weekends to where you're at now you know and it's it's yeah it's cool because you you've you've owned you've built some iconic builds right from that scene starting in 2000 or whatever you know with with catch-22 on the on the last rebuild there um yeah and then you then you've been able to afford yourself to buy and you just when did you buy a crew cut And, and let's explain to people what crew cut is
0: Oh, yeah, Crew Cut. Um, if people see about, the picture
2: of Crew Cut, you'll know exactly what it is. So yeah, we'll, we'll a, put it in our post.
0: 90, yeah, it's a 90, uh, it's 92 Chevy 3500 Dually with the roof cut off. Built right there in Southern California.
2: Not too far and from when here. I,
0: when I first Yeah, when I first came out there, I saw it. And uh, it had you know, pictures, I think it was already in the magazine and stuff. And it was just, it was so ahead of its time. And it was so different and so radical that it just, you know, I don't, I don't know anybody that didn't like it at the time. That just, you know, everyone that saw it just couldn't believe it. Um, and you know, at the time, there MIC was Master Image Customs was who built it, and for the truck stuff, I mean, they were, they were it. They were kind of like the big dogs. They were pumping out all the big builds and and getting all the. I think they had a really good marketing thing too as far as advertising and getting features and stuff like that and uh, that truck went through, they gave it away then my friend Brent in Texas bought it um, and Brent owned Brent's wheels where he made dually wheels for a little while there and he let me drive it one year at SEMA down the strip and I had just fallen in love with that truck ever since I first saw a picture of it
1: Oh, uh, It's beautiful.
0: I sat in it Yes, yeah, and and Richard anyway. Fast forward, and and Richard Rawlings and Gas Monkey Garage ended up getting it. Um, they bought it off of Brent's ex-wife's family. I realized that when I saw where it was located. I knew her her family owned a tool business, and um, I had tried to. I was talking with Sean Mahaney on Facebook back then, and and uh, I was trying to find a way to get in touch with those guys over at Gas Monkey about buying it before they i was afraid they were going to change it and all that anyway they redid the truck the truck turned out awesome unfortunately before i think before it was done is when sean uh passed away and uh, then his wife donna had uh, come out there and saw the reveal of it and everything and and uh it was kind of interesting because it went on ebay and uh it went up to like everyone was watching it because it was on ebay like right after i think around when they were building it on the episode and um it's it went up to like eighty thousand or something and the buyer never came through and then it just died out and never got reposted and i remember i had a barbecue at my house and i had all these guys all i invited all the local truck people from all different clubs and i remember we were talking about it and this was two weeks before I ended up buying the truck and it was like June of two years ago. must've been like 2018, I think. And um, we're sitting there talking about it and talking about how, Oh, you know, it's traditional body drop. There's no roof. Where are you going to put it? You know, trying to transport it to a show is, you know, it's all the bad things and like how, you know, Oh, it'd be just so difficult. And I was like, yeah, and I still remember, discussing it and then two weeks go go by and it pops up on ebay and someone tags me i still remember it was a wednesday night they posted it thursday i woke up i saw the tag and i they said fifty thousand our best offer and uh so i showed my wife and she knew you know she, she she took the pictures of me sitting in it back in 2000 yeah i was gonna say and, you uh, have we, you
2: had pictures when you yeah when you came out on your trip that's cool
0: yeah uh, yeah. I, I mean, I love that truck so much. And Rob, I remember I asked Rob, I said, Hey, is you got a crew cut here somewhere? Cause it wasn't in the showroom. He's like, yeah, it's in the back. He's like, you want to see it? And I said, yeah. He goes, just go back there and pull the cover off. That's fine. And so I lifted the cover off the truck and I, it was parked up against the wall so I couldn't really get in the driver's seat. Plus I was quite a bit larger at that time. And, uh, <laughs> and so I sat in the passenger seat and I had this just huge grin on my face and and then we saw it a couple of days later at the Jamboree and, um, but anyway, the truck is, I, I ended up on the eBay thing. Uh, my wife was like, you know, buy it. She's like, you, you know, can we buy it or what? She's, you know, she doesn't know anything about like, not that she doesn't know what stuff costs, but she doesn't really have too much of an idea. And, uh, <laughs> so I said, well, like,
2: we, we usually so like it offer. that way. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, Exactly. Exactly. You know if she sold if she sells everything for what I told her it costs then someone's gonna be getting a hell of a deal yeah right uh, <laughs> and uh, so I ended up um I ended up bidding on it and I did too low and I kind of knew I did too low and i I didn't realize because I hadn't used eBay in a while that you couldn't up your offer like they had to reject your offer before you can make you know before you can counter or whatever so I was stuck and I was like oh crap and she's like they're never going to accept that, you know? And, and I said, uh, I said, yeah, you're right. She's like, think about it. If it was you, if you were selling it and you were asking that price, you know, what's the lowest you would take. And then she says also, what's the most that you're willing to pay for it. And I think at the time I had just bought my 59 convertible caddy, something happened. I was, I think I was right at the time when I was buying the 59 convertible caddy, i bought it like a month before. So I wasn't really in a good financial spot to, to buy something else. And I, uh, so I signed in with another eBay account and I made a higher bid, the highest that I was willing to pay. And then within two hours, they accepted my bid and took my deposit. And I like flipped out. I, I just <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't believe
2: it. Right. That's I was awesome, like, you man. gotta be
0: kidding me. You know? And and then the thing was, is, well, how the hell how are we gonna get it home, and what was coming up was scraping the coast, big show in Mississippi, and I said, you know what, I'll just, I'll drive it from Gas Monkey to from Dallas to Mississippi, and then I'll drive it home. I've, I've made that drive in my '59 Cadillac. I said, you know, it's not bad. It's, you know, it's just going through Louisiana is a little rough, and um, and you know because I, 'cause I didn't care at that time. I was so hyped up on adrenaline and everything from buying it and, you know, being accepted as the, as the buyer, I was like, man, I said, this is, you know, this is going to be awesome. And uh, so I get out there to Dallas and I meet everybody. I meet Richard and all that. and He couldn't believe it when I busted out the pictures of me back, back in the day with that truck. And uh, he ended up, he was just like, wow. He's like, so how are you going to get this thing home? He's like, you know, Florida is kind of far. I said, I'm going to drive it. And he, he really thought I was joking. He's like, yeah, come on. How, how are you going to get home? I said, no, I'm I'm going to the show. I'm going straight from here to the show in Mississippi, and then I'm going to take it from there home. And he just, like, his eyes just bulge out. He's like, damn. He's like, you're serious? And I said, yeah. I said, you know, I, I am. And he's like, Phew. "He's like, that's awesome. And, uh, the man, I drove that thing, and it was just incredible. It was like the first – bit when i got into that truck and started driving i was so nervous and then it's like one it's probably one of those memories that i know this is probably stupid to say but it's like before you die like you get a flash of memories in your life and i think that's probably going to be one of uh it was just that that you know that memorable to me and uh i still i still freak out like walking out to my garage and seeing it there i'm like damn um, and that's just one of those vehicles that no matter what, I'll, I'll just never sell it. And I want to show it off and, and, you know, show it to people that have never seen it, uh, take it around in different parts of the country if I can. Um, because that, that vehicle is just still to this day, it holds its own. And now with the redo of everything with the new driveline in it, new interior, I mean, it's it's updated nicely. And um, it's, it was always one of my dream vehicles. And, you know... Now the problem is, is that that was probably the probably the cheapest dream vehicle ever versus the other ones that I like. So. Um, well, it's got it had some one, memories
2: for you, you know. You had that. That's totally cool. Is. That you know, and you know it what? Is. And and you, and I'm proud of you, man. Because I watched where you came from, and you you just you've been an enthusiast to the core. Uh, it just, just I mean, since I met you, and, and it sounds like from listening to you going back to when you were a kid, yeah. And, you know, now you're kind of in in a position to be able to, you know, own your, you know, own your iconic build, uh, builds of, of, you know, stuff you saw in magazines as a kid that motivated you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that was one of those, that was one of those uh, vehicles that you saw and you go and, you know, when you're building Catch-22, you think of all these cars that you've seen in magazines as a kid. Yeah and you're like no i'm going to do that i'm going to do this yeah but take a little piece here a little piece there yeah just make, you make you my own yeah. you're saying no that's the bar the bar is set here's crew cut the bar is set here yeah. i got i got to get it up to there am yeah. you know
1: well is it bar set up yeah. here or is it set down here uh <laughs> in your low reference uh-huh, there
2: you go steve good one yeah uh, I'm, no. learn- I'm learning yeah you are you are no but that's that's awesome yeah, so, that's- i and, and you know what i watched you on social media post pictures and videos of that thing as you were driving it, that that was awesome.
0: Yeah, and I got caught in the rain, and I didn't care, man. I was just having a good time, and you know, I wanted to make sure it was going to be protected and everything, and and uh, and I just I just didn't have a care in the world. I mean, I nothing could stop me at that point. I was just I was on cloud nine, and uh, and that truck just always it, every time I get in it and fire it up and drive it. I mean, me and my my family, we take it to dinner. The kids love it. You know, I picked up my daughter from school and she's in middle school. And, you know, I, I don't think my my kids won't realize this till later in life about kind of how lucky they are that, you know, we've, we've that we've got some cool stuff and, and been able to experience some pretty cool things with, you know, all the different vehicles and, and stuff like that. And they asked me about some of the old pictures they see of me and uh, and my wife and with, you know, the old vehicles and stuff. And. I'm kind of hoping that maybe they'll, they'll trickle down into it. They, they already say, well, it's kind of weird. They're like, Oh, well I'm going to get crew cut. and I'm going to take the F1, the f three and They're already I'm already fighting over it. Huh? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, I may sell all this stuff before I die. I'm not, you know, hopefully I'll be around for a while, but that's another thing too, is that I, you know, I think about life a lot as I get older and it's like, you know, you don't know when your last day is going to be. And, yep. And, uh, you know, it's and people say, oh, I, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And I used to be like that. And I went through a period, uh, kind of a dark period uh, of my life, and where I became an alcoholic, and I almost lost everything. And I, I just said, I woke up and I just said, that's it. I said, I can't, I can't ruin my life like this anymore. And I did a 180 degree turn, and I started. You know, I already had my businesses going, but they were being, like, basically run by my employees and not to the full potential. And then I just, once I sobered up, I uh, when I sobered up is when I was actually able to do all this and I was able to build the, the F-350. And actually, the F-350 came because I couldn't buy crew cut. I was trying to buy, that was when I was trying to buy crew cut. And the only reason why... It's very, very interesting because these last two builds have both come because I couldn't get what I was originally. So like the F-350, I was trying to buy crew cut, and I couldn't get a hold of anyone at Gas Monkey, and I found out that there was no way they were going to part with it you know, before they started building it. And that's when I, I bought the F-350, sent it to Jake at Fat Fabs, and had it built. And then the Navigator came because I submitted to Ford, for the SEMA project because back in oh four I had after catch 22 all the success from that I ended up getting the SEMA project for oh four was a f-150 super crew which I had your wheels on it yeah I remember 24 inch
2: it was our first set of 20 first set of 24 inch we had at that show we had our first set of 24 inch three piece and then we also had a set of 26 inch three piece at the show. Yep. Yeah. And, that, that was and, 2004. Uh, Jeez. Yeah.
0: 2004. Yeah. And I remember my tires, I forgot who I, I think I got the tires from Goodyear, I think, or maybe Dunlop again. And they were actually, they were prototype tires. And on the side, it said in the sidewall, and it wasn't in, you know, it's just in black print on the sidewall, and it said, not for sale on the tire.
2: Yeah. Do not drive on.
0: Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It didn't, it didn't say do not drive on, but it said not for sale.
2: Oh, that's funny. Uh, which
0: I thought I was like, wow, that's, that's different. So, um, it was definitely, definitely really cool. I mean, that whole experience and everything taught me a lot and I had submitted anyway, I had submitted last year for the Ford thing and they denied me, uh, you know, they gave it to, I guess all the, they're looking for lifted stuff and stuff with like tents and campers on the back and that just ain't me. So, um, I ended up, I was obviously very disappointed and I was like, Okay, maybe I'll just buy a used expedition, send it to Jake and build it anyway. You know, build what, what I had a rendering of. And so we started driving around, me and my wife and the kids, and we were on a weekend, I think it was like the end of June or the end of July. I think it was maybe the end of June. And uh and I started looking at the expedition, I'm like, Man, it looks just like my three fifty. And uh so my wife's like, Why don't we go look at the navigators? And I was like, Oh man. I'm like, <laughs> I just, I, I just had this yeah. feeling like, you know, I don't know if you, have you know, when, whenever you've gone to buy a car, if you just get that feeling, like I'm going to walk out of here. With yeah.
2: A you're car. like, no, I don't want to go because we're going to buy it. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I and know if I go, it's a one way trip. You know, yeah, I get it.
0: So, but you made the that, right and choice. That's what happened, and then, yeah,
2: <laughs> no, it's not. It's yeah. Awesome. It's, it's
0: uh, and, and, you know, it, Motiv, it keeps me motivated too to really really work hard and and really hustle and you know there's there's a lot to be said for that and you know some people are into different stuff you know some people are into you know vacations or you know you know big investments or you know investment homes and properties and stuff and i'm I'm into cars i mean that's that's what i'm into i'm gonna i'm gonna try and slow down a little here in the future but um I mean, it's been, been a hell of a ride, that's for sure. And so I'd really say keep cool it going. The, the best, yeah, keep it going, keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> don't stop. <Come> on, <laughs> I mean, come on, what do you? How old are you? Are, what, mean, how, been, are you forty five, forty six? I'm forty three. Yeah. Oh shit! I'll be forty. Stop.
1: You got time? I'll be forty three this summer. Oh, uh, or forty four. I'll be forty four in. Uh, Two days. So, yeah, you got plenty. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Never, never stop moving, dude. Keep moving. Keep, Keep moving. moving. No, yeah. because you know what? Yeah. Honest, Honestly, and, and you know what? I'm going to use the word influencer again. Yeah. This guy's an influencer. And I I, I and I appreciate this guy because I watched the commentary on uh, on social media, and we've talked about this before. Yeah. But, you know, um, there's a lot of people in, in life that make excuses for why, why they're not at where they want to be at, right? And they want to – they want to say things like they they maybe jump into this jump into this uh, game and and look at the pretty pictures and they make comments about Dave's stuff or other people's stuff like oh yeah must be nice oh if you got tons of money yeah uh, yeah you could buy yeah. whatever you want and all this bullshit no I I I I know this dude when he was just building a truck on his own dime yeah you know had another job <laughs> you know, like and, and and what are you doing over there Dave what are you doing
0: sorry I was I I'm still working I'm oh. actually going to my I, I went to all three stores while I was doing the interview. So, see? And see? Was, see, and I
2: see. Hey, everybody, involved, listening. I in, everybody listening! Yeah. Everybody listening! Yeah. This guy is working his ass off to get what he wants. This is a
1: working class podcast for the working class people. That's right.
2: That, that's yeah. what's up. Yeah, and you you want to know how Every, you get out there and, and afford your, uh, your 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 uh, childhood dream vehicle that you saw in magazines? Yeah. Work your ass. Off. Yeah, you're, you're not dicking around on a podcast. Yeah, I mean, no, you're, you're on a phone call doing yeah. a podcast while I, you're still handling business.
0: I'll tell you one thing. It's not rocket science, and it's not impossible. All you have to do is show up and work.
2: That's and right. one thing
0: I've, I've said before to a lot of people is that, you know, you find something that you can get into, and you just keep working. And, like, all this week, okay, yeah, I was at LST last week. And so I was gone for, like, five days. But I, since I've been back, every night this week I've been running store to store, ma- trying to maximize, you know, every single deal, And when I'm not, I mean, I'm working in the store full time, but after hours I've got to manage and, you know, make sure the store has all, everything that we need and pick up and drop off stuff and, you know, take a look at the repairs and get the repairs done.
1: You sound like a business owner, I
0: know. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, you know, it's just, and so I, like, I was up, I don't know, every night till I don't know, midnight till two. I mean, one, one night I got home at three in the morning and, you know, back up the next day at at seven eight o'clock, and today I was I had to go down south to do some deal with another dealer to to move some products and stuff, and so I go down to South Florida Miami area, you know, I was up and gone, and I'm still running like I said store to store. I'm going to a car show this weekend, but it's one of those things that it's possible, it and is. you can and once you get into it, you know, you, you what a lot of people make a mistake is they always look at the competition, and if you have you know, if you have something that you do and you think you do a good job at it, and you're offering something that maybe the competition isn't offering, and that's how you started or whatever it is. Like I know that you do a lot of wheel repairs, yeah. And that's something that you know a lot of people need to know more about because they don't think of it. They just think, oh, that set's ruined. And and even the fact that you'll repair, sometimes I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but you'll repair like other wheels, oh like other yeah. brands.
2: Uh, uh, Any any two so, piece wheel I will repair. I'm not afraid.
0: Yeah. And, and that's the thing is that, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people, it's amazing to me how many people in this world are either afraid to ask or don't ask like people about stuff, or they just assume, make assumptions, you know, people look at me and they just assume, Oh, he's rich. He's, you know, and it's like, no dude, I work, I work and I, I bust my butt. And you, you like you said, you've seen me come, you know, but even back then, I mean, I had to hustle, dude, that was hard trying to build yeah. that truck, you know, those trucks, and take it to SEMA. I had to pay my own way to SEMA. No yeah. one was – you know, I had sponsors for equipment and things like that, but no one paid that bill to ship the truck there and back.
2: Well, no one, you know, going, my buddy – Yeah,
0: yeah. my buddy Anthony, who did a lot of this stuff, I mean, he didn't work for free, you know. And, and uh, you know, I've met a lot of great people out of this stuff. And, and, you know, And then it's like if I see an opportunity, like, you know, with you guys, with the wheels, I mean – you guys it kind of it was a mutual thing like hey you're in the southeast and you know we can we can use some more promotion and sa- sales down there why don't you look into that and and it worked out wow. you know it, it worked out really well for a while there i was busy doing that until until i couldn't because of the airplane stuff was so so much
2: so well you um, know what i mean you know, it's just, it's it's great it's great to, to watch where you have come and, and you know what it, it's it's we're gonna post some pictures so people who aren't familiar with you, your trucks. As yeah. soon as we post some of these vehicles, people will under you know. Yeah, they'll, they're, they'll appreciate they're, they're, the art. Well, no, no, yeah. no. Once they yeah. see a lot of people that have been following this for a while, see crew cut. I mean, even yeah. if you haven't, you know, it's uh, you know, it, it's because of guys like you, Dave, that our brands, you know, our brand survived, and and you know what, I'm, I'm still doing what I'm doing, you know, yeah, um, because. This this was your your hobby, cars are your hobby, right? Um, and it's kind of like, but you know, at points in, in your life, there were it was actually part of your living, right? Yeah. With wheel stop, you know, it's trying to yeah. jump, in the, jump in the wheel business, and then you jumped right out and went into yeah. gold. Which you know, smart it, it's, move? It's kind of somebody who's <laughs> been, <Yeah>. in, <laughs> been. It's like somebody
1: who's been on stage and been in the pit at the same time. Like, oh, like he's played yeah. both so sides. So you know, like you know wrapped.
2: what it's what it, what it's like. You know, yeah. so. That's nah, yeah. it's cool, man. Uh, well, you know what? We're we're gonna wrap it up, man. We appreciate you yeah. taking the time, dude. Yeah, it. David, uh, dude. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, we really uh, we loved having you on the show, man. Um, let's throw it out there for all our listeners. Where can they find you? Where can it like on social media and whatnot? Where can they see your your trucks and your your bills and uh, your, um, your, the, the, I, the navigator, <laughs> the navigator and
0: everything else. It's the my Facebook is kind of well, it's maxed out. I'm at five thousand, so um that's no good anymore um so i've been mainly posting a lot on instagram um and my instagram handle is uh shui jet and jewels so it's s-h-u-i-j-e-t letter n is in nancy and then jewels j-e-w-e-l-s mainly obviously because my business and then also from the flying aspect uh when i started it i never knew that Instagram was going to be so powerful at some point. and And uh, now I've got like you know, just over 10,000 followers and I post, post jewelry deals on there. I post truck stuff. I post, you know, all kinds of stuff. I, we did a set of, I think 22 inch T threes with you. Yeah. Um, that I posted up that got a lot of play.
2: Nice. Uh, yeah, no, I'm still,
0: I'm still kind of slinging wheels too. So if you anyone's are, for, you, you uh, are, um, uh-uh. you know,
2: that's good, man. Well, <laughs> You no, know, it's awesome, man. Well, dude, yeah. you know what? Hey, it's almost what uh, it's almost nine o'clock at night in Florida, dude. Yeah. Come on, and my, some, got, oh, another want, thing I forgot to yeah, I ahead. forgot
0: to tell you was my first set of my first vehicle was a ninety two Ford Explorer. I got brand new when I was sixteen, and I put I dropped it. I put a Suspension Techniques lowering kit, and I had fifteen inch Boyd Ninjas. Yeah, that's because, awesome. Because, ah, rad. Because, uh, and I worked. I worked all summer at the time. My dad had a uh, business. He was in the joystick business for Sega and Nintendo and all that. And um, so I think, I think that also opened my eyes in life is to see the potential that, you know, it is possible to, to own your own business and, and make something of it. And uh, but I, I worked my summers and saved for two summers to buy those damn wheels
1: and, uh, <laughs> 17's
0: had, 17's had just came out and there was one guy in town who had a full size. He was an older, like, I think he was either Norwegian or Swedish. I remember this guy. He had, he was older. He was like, well, at that time I was 16. So, you know, older, I thought was like 30, you know, 25 to 30. I don't know how old the guy was, but he had 17 inch boy deuces on a burgundy full size. And it had a custom stereo inside with, like, a motorized door on the dash that opened up with the CD changer behind it. And that thing, I still remember driving down the road and happened to pull up next to them and seeing those wheels just chop down the road. And I was just like, holy sheesh. I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, this, this is like, it was, I mean, it was just, we hadn't seen anything like, you know, there wasn't much like that out here. And it was—it looked like a truck that maybe traders would have built okay. back in the day. Um, you know, it was straight like roll pan had like a four six drop, and it had the at the time it was the seventeen inch uh, ninjas or no deuces, sorry deuces. And uh, like I said, I remember I was trying to buy the seventeens for my Explorer because you guys had just came out with them back in like I guess this was ninety three, yeah, maybe okay. or something around there. And and I got I ended up getting the fifteen the 15 by seven ninjas. And, uh, I think it
2: was because of Shizum. Yeah. Shazoom would have had those on there. Um, yeah, yeah that was, so I, yeah, not, you know, probably that was one. Yeah. That was, you yeah. Know, and or, that was why,
0: that was why I chose that, that wheel was because of that car because of Shazoom, And, um, yeah, I just, and, and I remember the guy at the, place where i bought the wheels from they were trying to sell me they were like oh you can get primes or this i said no i want i want boyd coddington's
2: nice i said i want that wheel and
0: uh and that kind of got me you know it got me hooked um ever since then so i guess i should have started with that because that was kind of the beginning but <laughs> right i want to make well, sure was,
2: yeah no it was i mean yeah because so. that's going back then you know then it took you about eight years then we finally met at that point yeah no yeah. that's yeah it's kind of
0: kind of interesting how stuff how life goes sometimes you know if, if you would have told me five years ago where I would be today or what I would have or whatever or have done I would be like yeah right there's no way you know and and uh, that's a good thing you know And uh, that's uh, I'm hoping that next year I'm in a position to where I'd be like damn I never would have imagined this
2: you know well, that's awesome, man. Well, I, you know what? I well, appreciate all the support and, and the friendship over the years. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm, you know, I feel like uh, you kind of motivate me in a lot of ways because you, you know, you just you you set well, hell, your I, mind, you set your mind on, to it. Go ahead.
0: Well, I got to get on your level now. I, you know, I joked with you for years on those damn mcdonald's cheeseburgers oh calling you yeah. the cheeseburger the, well, cheesebur- the cheeseburgler i think i think no, i even sent no. you something wrapped in cheeseburger wrappers
2: on. well let's let's put <laughs> yeah you know this let's put it this way dave was a lot heavier and so was i when we first met yeah. and uh you know i i, I I'll, i'm not embarrassed to say i got up to almost 260 when my oldest was born so like 14 years ago and we used to rib each other because we loved the McDonald's cheeseburgers. <laughs> we used to call each other cheeseburger, or whatever the hell shit name we called each other. Yeah. And you know what? but you know what? You you went and lost a lot of weight, and so did I. And you know what? Just uh,
0: yeah, but you you you're keeping it off. So I'm
2: not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. No, I, I gained I gained almost twenty pounds from uh, from Halloween to the end of the year. So I'm working that. I'm still working that off. You know.
0: Right. Yeah, I see. I see your. Uh, I I see your posts and stuff. The mountain biking and the. You know, I know you're. I guess vegan now. It's, no, uh, or no, I'm not for a while. No, no or well, no. no. Well, you're I, like I thought you were.
2: I was vegetarian for a while, and then and now I'm. I'm. I, you know, my optimum diet would be probably eighty uh, percent vegetarian and twenty percent meat, but I don't hit. Okay. It. I don't hit it. I don't hate it. All right. You're not a nav No, uh, yeah. I'm not a no. <laughs> yeah, right. You're not a no. hater. No. All right, Dave. Well do you know what, man? Thanks a lot, dude. And uh yeah. let's talk, dude. We'll keep going and, and uh appreciate appreciate all the all all the uh memories we got and the and the, the support.
0: All right, man. Thanks for having me on and uh I'm sure I'll be Probably calling you up pretty soon for another set of wheels buy.
2: Sounds sounds good to me. Perfect. Perfect. And all, <laughs> all you right. listeners
1: out there, don't be afraid to call Chris for a set yeah, of wheels man. yourself, you know? We've got we've got a lot of good uh a lot of good uh, assortments out there, so um, thank you guys for listening. Dave Schulman, thanks again for being on the show. Uh for me and Chris, this is the Hot Luck by Boyd podcast and we will talk to you guys next time. We're out